Hey everybody, it's I, along with Chad Daniels. Hi, I'm, I'm Chad. Hi, I'm, that's me. We should have planned this better and I should have let you introduce yourself. The point is, guys, <laughs> we went video. The, the daddies went video, but this week, Chad doesn't... The point is, we did a couple of videos and we learned from them and now there's an official launch date. Video is going to be every Monday. It's going to go out at noon we're doing graphics, we're doing a, an open, we're doing everything's going to be full up and flowing starting not this episode but next episode. We're calling what we did a soft launch, Chad. We're calling it a soft a soft launch. soft launch because of my age. It's a soft launch and listen, the 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 thing is I had to go get Olivia um I have to open the cabin so I'm up north. I don't have all I don't want to bring all the the studio equipment. I don't want to bring the camera. I don't want to bring all this shit up here. So what we're going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to take this time, uh, personally. Thank you so much. We did do an audio episode and then, um, starting the next time we will hard have launch. video every, every hard, hard, you gotta we're listen. hard launch. I'm going to tell you something. Don't listen, don't listen or watch while you're driving. Yeah. Cause it's a hard, this launch. is going to be starting on Pulls up his calendar while he's talking. June 5th, we will be so hard launched into the video world permanently. Unreal. Every week, Monday at noon, hard launch, brother. The hardest launch you've ever seen. Hey everybody, this is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hello, how are you? Thank you for coming back. This is a non-video, well, we'll get into it. Across from me, as always, is Cyrus Amundsen. Chad, how do you feel about trouble? I, you know I love trouble. T-R-O-U-B-L-E, trouble. B-double-E-double-R-U-N, beer run. I, hmm. I was at the gas station Early in the morning this morning. And What's early? Give me a time. I need a time. You know I like details. 7.30 a.m. Well. It's too early. That's when people are going to work. Between 7.30 and 8. I think I left my okay. house around 7.30. And okay. so I, it's too early. I'm normally not at the gas station. and I'm more of a 3 o'clock in the afternoon while everybody else is earning money gas station sort of guy. Exactly. Before school gets out, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so... I am in the, because the working world is getting ready for work, I'm in a long line, and then there's a, there's two long lines, and I'm in one of them, as everybody's okay. buying their coffee and donuts, and I just hear this voice go, I ain't about that trouble, man. I ain't about it, you know? I'm not trying to start trouble, I'm not trying to be a part of your trouble, but if you bring trouble to me, if someone brings trouble to me, I will handle that trouble. Huh? You, I'll handle that trouble. <laughs> that is... Uh, <laughs> seven, Can I guess? Chad, between 7.30 and 8 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, that, that seems like some trouble that hasn't gone to sleep yet. Yeah. That's what that seems like to me. That's, that's last night's trouble. Yeah. If you're trying to bring last night's trouble, and then here's how I respond. Sir, sir, there's that's last... 
you need to put that trouble to bed before you come to the gas station. You need to wrap it in swaddling clothing, and you need to lay it down in a crib, and you need to give it a little night-night juice because we don't want last night's trouble. Nighttime trouble does not belong at 7.30 in the morning. That's for damn sure. People are just getting started. You know, I should get a T-shirt that says, don't even bring me your trouble before I've had my coffee. <laughs> that kind of shit. I don't need last night's trouble this early in the morning. What do you think this guy looked like? I think he had on a backwards hat, but I think it was camouflage. That's what I think. I think we're talking about a, a white male. Now you got um, that right. Okay. Ding, white ding, male. ding, ding, ding. Don't bring I'm no trouble say, to this white male. Okay, so I'm going to say also I'm going to go with some real baggy over the knee, like where you go, are those your shorter brother's pants? Yes. Or are those yes. your shorts? He yep. had the yep. big giant no, bet. Yeah, you're like, exactly. yes. I'm not done yet. I'm not done. Okay, yet. but you didn't. You fucking nailed that. I'm not one. done yet. I'm not done yet. Oversized T-shirt, and I'm gonna say some sort of jewelry that he got from where you put a quarter in a gumball machine, some kind of jewelry from there, and then I'm gonna drop it off with some dirty, and I stress dirty because I did say white guy, dirty Air Force Ones. Talk to me. How'd I do? You did pretty well. You hit the jeans, the jean shorts. Yeah. yeah. Perfectly. Boom. I normally hit the jeans. No Air Force Ones. He's wearing the Jordan Ones. Okay. So you, God, that felt good, though. You were close. Oversized. Were they dirty? Were they dirty? I don't remember. Okay. I'm going to just tell you yes. The oversized T-shirt was correct. No hat on. Very okay. short hair. Uh, yeah. And the jewelry he was wearing, I do not believe it to have been from a quarter machine, but it's just a thick chain. There's no medallion mm -hmm. on it. And then he's got okay. the the big bling earring, just the big stud sure. earring. Yeah. And the guy who was with him didn't fit great, <laughs> so I don't. <laughs> maybe like maybe like his manager or <laughs> agent, just wearing slacks and dress shoes. Well, he was but like comfortable dress shoes. He had on jeans and a t-shirt, but I want. I was like, are these? I wonder if it's one of those situations where these guys work for True Green or something, and they're about to ride in the car all day, and the other guy's like, fucking shit, it's 7.30 and he's starting with this trouble stuff? This is going to be yeah. the, my worst day of the week. He just rides yeah. around in the True Green truck all week with this guy like, yo, man, when people point an arrow at me, I put up a... I'm about to put up a blocker, you know, like from Robin Hood, like, tongue, tongue, you can't get me with them arrows. You know, because if you bring arrows to me, though, I'll pull out my bow. You feel me? Like that's, <laughs> I want those guys to, in addition to that was an outrageous thing to hear at a gas station. I want those guys to work together and the one guy to hate the other guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they do. Have you ever seen the movie uh, Role Models? Yeah, I love it. Oh, it's so funny when they're in the truck together and he just hates them the most. Yeah. Obviously, they fall in love. Maybe that's what we need. Maybe we need a story about these two, some sort of movie. And at the end, the guy in the jeans, he helps the man with his trouble. And then they become friends. We don't know. I Maybe think that's his how trouble movies, is he right? can't. Are we done? Is his, his trouble is he can't find the right pair of pants that fits. <laughs> yeah, he very much uh, baby bared those pants. It's like, are they pants or are they shorts? I, I, I know exactly those things. He walked into a department store like, yo, I'm looking for some jeans, but I'm not sure if I'm a tall, regular adult or a really fat dwarf. Hit me with something. I don't want no trouble. Like. <laughs> He's just a guy that's got weird body dysmorphia. 
<laughs> yeah, that uh, those pants are something else. I'm sure I owned. I don't think I owned those exact ones, but I did own some uh, where you'd go, oh, Chad, really? I used to wear a, um, I got a, uh, on sale, a, it said Notre Dame on it, or Notre Dame, depending on where you live in the country, and mm-hmm. it was a button-down, like a baseball jersey, and then I wore a backwards Eagles cap with that most days because it was my coolest-looking outfit, so... I'm not one. Now, listen, I'll tell you something else, though. My mom raised me to leave my trouble at home. And she told me, if it's last night's trouble, put it to bed. Don't go to bed angry because then you wake up and you bring trouble to the gas station. So thank you, Mom, if you're listening. Thank you for that. I've told you before, I had the baggy pants with the skunk stripe, but my skunk stripe was that it was they were Wu-Tang brand jeans. I was a I was a, a, a rural junior high student with Wu-Tang brand skunk jeans. And uh, so I, I also, I, I can't even remember all the stuff we've told on this show before. So at this point, we're just like dumber parrots. Yeah. You know, repeat, we've got our well, key there, phrases. I will tell you that I really love the idea of you wearing that and throwing hay bales. And every time you throw a hay bale, you're just like, uh, Wu-Tang! And then the farmer's like, what did you say? And you go, we say sup, dude. I mean, just confusing farmers in southwest Minnesota from day one. Yeah, I wanted that trouble. As a youngster, I was about that trouble. You know, I just got out of... Segway alert. Segway alert. Mm -hmm. Segway alert. Segway alert. I just got out of Minnesota. I went down to Southern California to pick up my daughter, Olivia, from college. Mm -hmm. That's where she goes. And she goes to a private school there, a very expensive private school that I didn't have to pay for her and her mother and I didn't have to pay for because she's such a smart kid. That's crazy, by the way. Just to take a moment on that. Do you know how smart that is? Yeah. It is because you amazing. She was raised, we would call it middle class, right? Sure. I would say she's middle class. And so to get a scholarship, middle, like, and to get a full academic ride without having been disadvantaged in some way, that's right. That's outrageous we, we, education abilities. Is that a sentence? Yeah, we, we have to pay, although she did get a B in Spanish. So every, every time I um, am saying something to her, uh, I, I bring up the Spanish grade. That's smart. Uh, it's, the worst, it's the worst grade she's ever gotten in her entire life. So she's not thrilled about it, but uh, languages aren't our things. Listen, I have a 457-day streak on Duolingo, and I panic. I panic when I see anybody that even has a tan. Because, like, did you just come back from Mexico? Do you know some stuff? So that's how I feel. But I was down in – now, a lot of the students at this school did not get a a bunch of money, right? They did not get a ton of money. They – their parents are very wealthy and mm-hmm. they're paying for this along with their uh, BMWs and Mercedes Benz and, and Land Rovers and Range Rovers. They're paying for all these cars that on move out day just decided to not find a fucking parking spot and throw on their hazards for close to a half hour. <laughs> it's like, do you guys know that no one can get around you? It's you. Other people exist. And here's what's starting to bother me a little bit. It's like I'm worried it's leaking into my daughter, who is a fun, great human being. 
But if she is dealing with, it's like everybody fends for themselves, and then she comes home. I'm not into that shit, but that's for another day. We'll talk about that. So I'm moving this stuff out. I have two bins that are so fucking heavy and I'm walking downstairs because I'm like letting the, letting the moms, and you can get mad at me, but letting the moms take the elevator. So I'm like holding these fucking two big bins. I'm going downstairs and someone left a big box right at the bottom of the stairs. And so I kicked it over. I was trying, I was like, whatever. I'm not in anger. I was trying to move it and I kicked it over and it fell. And this kid goes, Hey, that's my box. And I go, no, no, I, sorry about that, but it's right in the way. And they go, you couldn't get around that? And I go, hey, do you go to school here? And he goes, yeah. And I go, oh, fucking bummer. It's not working. And then now everyone's listening. And he's like, what do you mean it's not working? And I go, you left a box at the bottom of the stairs when people on move out day. I don't know what to tell. It's going to get kicked. It's going to get moved. I'm sorry it tipped over. I didn't try, but whatever. And then his dad steps over, starts saying like, of course. No, 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 not in a bad way. Puts his hand on his son's neck and he goes, son, we've talked about this. And I'm like, oh, don't bring your trouble to me this early, motherfucker. Yeah. I don't need your trouble. Yeah, no. Hey, 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 look at me. I don't need hey, your not trouble. Not in this stairwell, brother. So I bring in all the stuff and I, so I have to park four blocks away. <laughs> which is fucking wild because I'm following the rules. I'm not just going to throw on my my hazards. There's no one in these cars with hazards. Nobody, right? The hazards are flashing. There's nobody that is manning them. And then these cops are these these like campus security cops are weaving in and out of these cars. I'm like, "You stop and start giving tickets. What are you where are you going?" Fucking let's Let's get a tow truck in this bitch, or a, no, excuse me, not a tow truck. Let's just get a Tonka, a big plow, and let's fucking go for it. Because I monster so truck parked for we can monster oh, truck monster em? truck the shit out of them. Monster I'm truck four em. blocks away. I'm carrying this stuff, and um, what Olivia has done at school is by um, here's how I picture she goes into stores. She goes into a store and they go, "Can I help you find something?" And she goes, "I'm only looking for heavy things." So if you have any heavy things, I'd love to buy them. And I'd also love to bring them home. I don't want them at college necessarily. I'd also love to bring them home or put them in a bin that my dad has to carry. So the heavier, the better. So I'm fucking, you know, sherpaing all her shit to the car. And then I'm sweating. I'm leaking. It's dude, I got so lucky. It was 60 degrees, but it was 4,000% humidity. I don't know how that worked. I was expecting a tornado and a thunderstorm and a hurricane and a bunch of shit because the weather didn't make any sense to me. So I'm leaking sweat, walking back. I have probably seven more loads. Make a joke if you want. And That's I how many loads until you die because that's how old you are. I saw this guy walking into his house right across from the staircase uh, of the school. And I go... Hey man, you live here? And he turns around and he goes, Yeah. <laughs> and I go, Can I pay you to park in your driveway? And uh, just for a half hour. I'm just gonna run. I have run in, mm-hmm. load up the car, I'll be out of your way. And he goes, uh, yeah, let me let me check. He goes, Let me make sure my old lady doesn't need to get out of the driveway. And I'm like, Oh hell yeah, dude. 
So I roll up my sleeves a little bit, yeah, show, show them the, the taps. Tattoos. Old lady? Yeah. Come on. We know what sort of hog Yeah, so I, you know, rides a hog. I got seven loads, and I pull my sleeves up, and he sees the tattoos, and he comes out. He goes, half hour on the house. I'm like, thank you, brother. Yeah. Hell yeah, brother. I got all the stuff. And this, so this one guy, he, uh, he's got his hazards on and I'm loading something and I hear just an explosion. I mean like shattering and I turn around very slowly cause I don't know what's happening. Some kid was trying to slalom with his car, all the cars that had their hazards on and just ate shit into the back bumper of this guy's car. So it exploded oh, the entire no. back quarter of the driver's side quarter of this guy's car and then he's like uh he's like can you believe this shit he's looking at me he's like can you believe this shit you were a witness and i go can i believe that you got your car hit by parking in the middle of the street yes and then i just went back in and got more shit i was so tired of these fucking people it is like it is everybody for themselves. There, it's bedlam. It's chaos. The school's doing the best they can. But then the problem is you have these kids that were raised by these parents that don't know any better, mm-hmm. and they're walking up the middle of the stairway with nothing in their hands. <sighs> Dude, you need to put ass to railing and shimmy up the stairs like you're trying to fucking steal some money from a bank. Absolutely. You need to be incognito because people are coming down with – you know, I couldn't see at one point. I have three of these bins, so I can't see what's right in front of me. And I, I'm not going to stop. I don't know, man. But it was it was interesting. And I remember saying this on the show before, talking about dumb parrots. But I remember saying on the show before that I had seen enough bottoms of butt cheeks to last me for the rest of my life. I would like to throw this back out into the universe because apparently the universe did not hear me. Hey, whoever's listening, I have seen enough bottoms of butt cheeks. Pull your shorts down. Learn from learn from someone who doesn't want any trouble in Ohio how to wear pants, right? I, that's what I want to do. I want to go to school, and I want to look at a gal, and I want to go, are those pants or are those shorts? I can't tell. Good is job. She, is she wearing clothing for class, or is she on her way to an insane clown posse concert? I don't know. But a lot of stuff Thank is covered you. up, so Chad doesn't have to feel Thank like you. a creep on campus. Not even a creep, but it's like it's unavoidable. You're turning around, and it's like you can't. There's no sight line. There's, there's no, no dodging safe butt cheeks. There's no safe sight line. I mean, I'm even looking up at shoulders, but it's still if someone you know you have sunglasses on. If somebody sees you, I I just listen. I hate I hate when people think I'm a perv because I'm not. What? I think that's what it really comes down Absolutely. to. Absolutely. What does? Uh, what's the name of Olivia's college again? I'm not. I, I'm not going to tell you. Right. I just forgot that we were talking on a podcast that a lot of people listen to. And hey, Chad. Hey. Hey. What's your hey, could you What's dis- your routing number <laughs> on your bank and your could your you bank account? Close the very specific location. Of your teenage daughters when she's at her mo- when she doesn't have anyone around, can you <laughs> could you just go could you could you tell us where she where she's at where those really half-assed uh, campus cops are supposed to protect her? 
Uh, yeah, I, she's at the Los Angeles Community College. Yeah. Go look. Go look for Olivia. I I disagree. Oh, I, oh wait. I'm sorry. I got to tell you one more thing. Okay. I know, I know I'm, I'm being a ball hog right now, but I got to tell you. So I'm walking through security. I will tell you this about Olivia. She has too much shit, but when it came down to getting to the airport from the rental car garage up to checking bags, up to doing all this stuff, we, we killed it, and she was a big part of that. And so I'm in a very good mood going through TSA because I thought it was going to take us forever. I thought it was going to not be fun. And I'm going through, and somebody is kind of huffing and puffing as I'm going through TSA. Their bag has been taken for search, right? Mm -hmm. And there is something, I don't know what it is. It looks like a half moon, or like a, like a half circle, let's say. And there's a bunch of plugins and a bunch of those little, like you would plug, uh, like screw cable into a wall for your mm -hmm. TV. Mm -hmm. Like there's a bunch of those adapters on it. And the guy's like, it's a speaker. It's for my show. And the guy, the TSA guy's being nice. He goes, do you have a show this week? And I'm like, oh, this guy must be a musician or something. Then I get over there. And this guy has the biggest four of clubs I've ever seen, like in his mesh zipped pocket. I'm like, this dude magician. is a magician. magician. I'm so stoked. Yeah, absolutely. And so, so I start saying like, you think this really wouldn't be a problem? I th just make it disappear and then make it reappear on the other side, right? So I'm having a great time with this. Good. And yeah. he's, he's not into it, right? So I find those guys are that way. If you catch, it's like, you remember the guy Dick Vitale? The guy, it's a diaper sure. dandy, baby. March Madness. Yeah. I don't do uh, Dick Vitale, obviously. Yeah, nobody's going to know by that, but let's go with the name. Dick Vitale. Put it in the hoop, baby. And he... <laughs> are, you the, are you the lead singer for the B-52s? What the fuck are you doing? When I <laughs> It's was... a diaper dandy. I see a basketball at the side of the road. And uh, it's Dick Vitale doing Love Shack. It's a yeah, love dunk, baby. When I worked at ESPN, we get yep. a closed feed to everything you can to everything happening, right? So when you're watching a game oh, gotcha. and it goes to commercial, you stay on the game. And yeah. for the studio shows, you can see what's going on. And I heard Dick Vitale being not performance dick vitale and he's like how many minutes until we go in there like he was this very like whoa all right good. it wasn't then all of a sudden it's like look at all these freshmen baby <laughs> god that's so bad that's interesting to me though I, yeah it's that's like a don't meet your heroes moment but um i will tell you Derek hughes every time that you know you this guy can roll with the punches. He's one. He's the best magician I've ever seen. Walk up to him and go, Derek, make me happy. And he does it. And that's what yeah. you decided to be a magician. And I'm sorry that you carry that burden around with you. But if I'm at a place and I see a giant four of clubs in your possession, yes. I need you to make yes. me happy. I've had a hard week, man. You chose yeah, this life. I agree. People, you th they want they don't want us to show up to their party and be dull and negative. We have to bring some fun. That's our burden. So fucking pull something out of that hat 
and make me smile. Now, I'm going to tell you this. If I was there carrying all my shit, if I had my drive safe, don't rape bumper stickers, and somebody's like, what's this about? I'd be like, fuck you. But I agree. Magicians, different different standards. So at the, at the end of all of this, at the end of the TSA line, in between like where the luggage comes out and where you get your bag checked, someone has left their Courtyard Marriott uh, like key card. So then he, I go, you know, I say the thing about, about making it disappear. He gives me a dirty look and I picked it up and I go, is this your card? And I started laughing again. I thought that was very funny. Now the TSA guys into it. We're having a blast. And I feel like I'm just about to make the magician crack. Right. Yeah. And I, I never do. Um, I'm coming over there and I like, I'm doing my jazz hands, my magic hands and mm -hmm. stuff, not cracking. So I go, all right, I'm done. So I just take off. And as I'm leaving though, the guy goes, I can do it. There's fragile stuff in here. And he goes, well, technically, sir, I have to zip your bag up. And he goes, you don't know how to do it. And then the TSA guy zipped it all the way around perfectly and goes, ta-da. <laughs> and I fucking laughed. I had to sit down. I never, ever sit down in the tie your shoes section. Or the put your belt back on section. That's too many body parts I don't want to see. But I had to sit down because I was laughing so Holy hard shit. when he said, ta-da. I just, I put my hand up in the air with one finger and I walked out like on the end of Breakfast Club. I was so excited. Just like, yes, dude. That was so great. Oh my God, it was funny. That is so incredibly funny. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I... I know it's it's here's the thing if you don't want us to because there's a lot of people that hate magicians that's not yeah, I, th I think so I think I think a lot of people are scared of magicians because they think it's dark magic well I, so I think there's a bunch of categories I think there's people who think it's dark magic and then there are people who think oh you do magic you're the corniest person to ever walk the planet that's and there's not a small group of those people and then there's people like you and me who are like please give me the magic I love, I love it. I love I the will, magic. I will tell you this. When I'm around, so for those of you that don't know Derek Hughes, Derek Hughes is, uh, you know, AGT finalist, just really incredible, great dude, yep. super nice, but such a good magician and so fucking funny. So he'll do an open mic and just do stand up and he's outrageously funny. Mm -hmm. And then he does magic and you're like, wait, whoa, what? You can do both of this shit? And then he combines them for his show. It's insane. He did a he did a Zoom show for a fundraiser for Acme during uh during lockdown. And I was still thrilled watching it on TV. Mm -hmm. So I will tell you that I'm I'm of the group where, and maybe it's specific to him, but when I see Derek Hughes, just when I'm around him in his presence, if he's not even doing magic, I still feel like a little kid. Like I walk on my tiptoes. It's a very interesting thing that he does. Yeah, it's uh, he's a lot like the way you described him is the way I describe Mike McRae. Oh my God, what a fucking stud! What uh, that's that if if you are not familiar with Mike McRae go try to be familiar with Mike McRae. I don't know where he's at, what he's doing at this point, but I remember when he was really into it and he was really performing a lot. He's a guy who would go up and he yeah. would do 20 minutes of stand-up and you'd be like, this is a good stand-up. And then right. all of a sudden he would start doing the best impressions you've ever heard and you go, what yeah. the fuck? He's an impression yes. guy? He's incredible. Yeah. And by the way, this isn't like, could you imagine Jack 
uh, you know. What if Dick Vitale was the lead singer of the B-52s? Imagine Jack Nicholson as as the spritzer guy at the grocery store for the vegetables. It's none of that shit. It's like that would be good, blow your hair back stuff. It's really great. My neighbors, I love my neighbors. Okay. Yeah, because they listen. Which is a new hi neighbors, dude. It's it's a new thing for me. Yeah, I'm at my core a Hatfield and McCoys type of person. I'm right. a you put that pot on my lawn again, and you're whole. It's six thirty in the morning. You want trouble? Yeah, yeah. I'm out <laughs> there like these people. Now, I'll tell you something, Chad. When it comes to property lines, I'm not out searching for trouble. But if partner brings it to me, I'll handle it. It's, (laughs) yeah, I haven't had a great success rate with neighbors. And most of that is me. But I only have the one, I only have the one neighbor. Nobody lives on the other side of me and nobody lives across the street. I'm in a pretty unique situation. I've got the one neighbor. And so it's all Mm -hmm. or nothing. And we hit a home run. Uh, I like Bill and Judy a great deal. I I've met them. I've met them, and I and I I can vouch for them. I, I definitely see why they're fantastic. And they, you know, when we first moved in, they're very wonderful people. They're like, we got an open door policy. Come on in whenever. And I that's hard for me. So right. I'm early in our relationship. I'm knocking on a glass door, like I can see them. And they're like, what the fuck? What are you doing? Just come inside. We're at the table. We can see you. So eventually I got comfortable. I still can't just walk in. I've got a, you know, I masturbate in too many different rooms to ever walk in unannounced to somebody's house. If that's what you want me to do, I can't just be like, I can't turn a living room corner to be like, what's going on in here? But yeah, no, I get it. There's a lot of knocking, a lot of coughing. I do that when I'm behind people, and I don't think they know I'm there like in a hotel hallway. I'll start coughing or dragging my feet, mm. something like that, to let them know that there's a psychopath behind them, because who else drags their feet? I have a club foot, I'm mad about it, and I'm coming to fucking kill you. <laughs> so I open the door, and I give them a, hey guys, you in here? I'll give them one of those. Yep. Uh, and I spend, I think I, if Jenna was here, she could probably show you a pie chart of time spent with her versus Bill and Judy. <laughs> and it's not even. Okay. But they just, they got back from Florida. So they spent some time in Florida. They got back from Florida and Bill, I have a second story deck and Bill has a, Bill and Judy have a second story deck. And Bill is okay. out on his deck trying to get his deck cleaned up for the, for the summer and he tells yeah. me that in the back corner of his deck, he found a dead turtle. Now. Oh, wow. Second story. Second story. And Chad, this is not a small turtle. Do you remember when we were kids, the Pizza Hut Bigfoot pizza? Yeah, the I do. big square? Yep. About the size of a pizza. This is a big ass. Some of the snapping turtles in this lake. I saw one the other day. Thought it was thought it was a muskrat. Got really upset because there was a muskrat back by my property. Got down there and I went, "Oh, that's the biggest turtle head on the planet." Is this thing four? You thought is this you a thought tortoise? the turtle head? You thought the turtle head was a muskrat? Well, I thought it was a muskrat head. 
Oh, well, don't, yeah, don't ever, don't get eaten by one of those. They're, they're like, um, they're like alligators where, I don't know if you know this about alligators, but when they shut their mouth, they have all of their muscles in their jaw is for contracting. I know that. So once they shut their mouth, you cannot get it open. It's like a bear trap. But if it's shut and they try to open it and all you have to do is hold it with a thumb and a forefinger, they can't open it because their muscles to open their jaw are not strong at all because they're, it's all for clunching and, and, and killing and ripping. I think it's a little tidbit for you, you guys. I think I, I was going to say that has to be for the audience because I think it's crazy with how long that we've known each other that you would think you were going to teach me something about snapping turtles and gators. Yeah, that's fair. I know you've probably had snapping turtle soup or something. Soup. There was a day many years ago where we caught a snapping turtle sliced it up, deep fried it, and ate it as a family. And did that event end with my father in the hospital and me also probably should have been in the hospital, but people were more worried about him because of his advanced age? Correct. Uh, we ate a snapping turtle and got very sick. I talked about this before. My dad got sick off snapping turtle when he was younger, somehow forgot sure. about that, and ate snapping turtle again as an older man. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. The that's like when uh, that's like when uh, chicken pox turn into shingles. You're just like, you should have known this was. Yeah, coming. you had to have seen this coming. Did you know that when you chop a snapping turtle's head off and you just leave the head out on the ground, you can go and like stick a ruler in its mouth and it'll still bite down for almost like a day after you chopped its head off. Yeah, it's pretty interesting because you the you can't even if so. If a snapping turtle bites, let's say, your big toe, mm -hmm. cutting its head off won't release it. A lot of people think it will, yeah. but it just doesn't. You have to get in there and you have to break certain jaw bones. It's, it's a real to-do once you get bit by a snapping turtle. That's why there was somebody in our neighborhood that was about to pick up a snapping turtle. to. It's like, no, 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 no. You don't. Yeah. You also don't realize how they're quicker than they can like these, these big snapping turtles. The alligator ones, they can get up and they can, they can go, man. They can move a little bit and yeah. they can, they can snap pretty quick. They're not as big and, and slow the, as they look. They're part raptor because their talons are unbelievable. Hey, brother, I'm they part raptor. Long... You fuck with me, okay? You bring trouble my way, you gonna bring out the raptor. Uh, of yeah, course, exactly. this character ended up a hillbilly. <laughs> I don't. There's a bigfoot-sized dead snapping turtle on his second-story deck. And I'm, I've at this point launched a Dateline investigation into this crime because okay. Greg, so my first thought was a hawk or an eagle picked the turtle up and tried to fly away with it and it like was sure. too heavy and it dropped it down onto the deck. That's a decent theory. Right. Unless you talk to Greg who made me, he's like, okay, Snap turtle can't do that. Like, you think I know a lot about turtle? Greg was so condescending. This is a man who I've said this before also. He came in. He was ranked in state at identifying animals in high school, which I know no one knew that was a thing you could compete in. But he's like, that's a possum. They're like, correct. 
he was very good at at that. Yeah, and they're like, well, what what does a possum smell like? And Greg's like, pussy. And they're like, you don't possibly know that. You can identify all the animals, so you have no clue. So he uh, really gives it to my original theory, which leads me to my second theory. Do we have a rogue lunatic in the neighborhood leaving a Godfather-style message on Bill's deck a dead turtle up there and that is both intriguing and i don't want that to be the case because bill and i live very close and i don't like the idea that that person is that close to my house but that's that was a thought of mine for sure well have you considered uh so here in minnesota we have a thing called the sucker toss you go out and you spear suckers Mm -hmm. in the culverts Mm -hmm. sucker fish yep and then um they get all slimy and shit when they're dead and then you do this sucker toss you you start off right next to each other and you see how then you take a step back after a successful catch throw it again catch it another step back and you see who can be the furthest away still catching these disgusting fucking slimy fish so my have you considered some sort of turtle toss gone awry I mean, I like that a lot. Also, sucker toss sounds like what you and I are finally going to get to do on our wedding night. Can we just, can we just make this happen already? Why, why have we been doing this dance? Let's leave our significant <laughs> others and let's go to, uh, let's go to Costa Rica. Uh, you know what? Fuck that. You just went to Costa Rica with Kelsey. That's not our place anymore. And I, I'm not saying that oh, I feel. Oh boy. I'm sorry. I can't. I mentioned Joel on this show, and you have a heart attack. You took another woman to our place. So the point is, I don't think someone killed a turtle and left it on the deck, which only leaves that the turtle climbed up there himself, which I don't believe that either. Greg thinks that's what happened, but we just have a turtle mystery on our hands. Oh, fucking Greg, get a grip. That's alliteration for your ass. You think a snapping turtle climbed up to a sec? Are the fuck you? Are there stairs? There's stairs. There are stairs. There's stairs. I still don't think. I, I don't still, still don't think, think a turtle so can do it. Doesn't have the spine bend. There's a big hard shell there. You know what I think happened? I think that uh, the turtle one day was like, "No, it's fine." They said, "Just come on in." Bill and Judy are great. They said, "Just walk in." I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna go up here to this one. That's what I think happened. And then he was real tired afterwards. I. I'm going to, what I could have done is just done any minimal research before I told you about all of this. And I could have just uh-huh. Googled, can turtles climb stairs? Yes, turtles can climb stairs, especially big turtles. We nailed it. We were exactly right. Of yeah, course they can climb that's stairs. What are these people? I knew it. That's why I said walked up there and got tired. Remember I said that after? Yeah, what are these people, idiots? Uh, Also, wow. Wow. Who doesn't know? Who doesn't know that turtles can't climb upstairs? It's like, what are you even doing on planet Earth? There's a bunch of YouTube videos of turtles climbing stairs, and they are a lot smaller than the turtle. Also, this is a video of a little boy who has a pet turtle. And he's allowing it in inside a home to climb carpeted stairs. Do you guys not know about turtle fever? I understand having weird pets, but you can't let a slime. 
I don't want to do the show anymore. Yeah. I, I want to be done. Well, we can't because, listen, I'm sure that those turtle videos have so many um, so many views, more views than, uh, you know, jokes that I've spent a lot of time writing and I put them up online and, and don't get a lot of views. I guess what I'm saying is if you're listening to this podcast, you don't follow me on Instagram, I'd appreciate it because that's the only place I can get a hold of fans to let them know when I'm coming to their cities because I've been taking off, taking off of a lot of platforms just because I'm an enemy of the church and for other reasons, but I don't know what I'm freaking out about. Uh, this is a great spiral to the end of a show. I think that was a great segue into something that you're going through, and it was a good spiral. Can we end on Shubes? Let's please. Shubes, friend of the program, Alex Schubert, sings, he's, as we've mentioned on the program before, perfect pitch. He has perfect pitch. Yeah. Very talented singer. And he Or or if you're Jennifer Hudson, singer. Sings the national anthem at sporting events. He's been uh -huh. building up his resume. He done some minor league baseball games, done some mm -hmm. high school events, got himself a Pacers game, sang the national yeah. anthem at the Pacers. Indiana game, Pacers, that's right. And then real recently got a really meaningful call up to the big leagues and got to sing the national anthem for his hometown Cincinnati Reds. Isn't that something? I mean, that's really, so cool. really something. It's so cool. Uh, Jenna and I went, and we... It's interesting, because the Reds... I didn't check the stats, but I can't imagine they're very good. Well, listen, I saw the video, so number one... Did you sneak down to take that video or were those your seats? Because those are that's a pretty good angle you had. What I did was I bought the cheapest seats in the entire stadium. And, okay. then, and then you snuck down. And then we walked. We didn't even. Here's the thing. We didn't have to sneak down. There are so few people at a Reds game and their ushers. You know, when you go to a Twins game, if you dare even look into a section you didn't pay for. Yeah. They are, Ticket! Oh, they are such assholes. That's not how it works at a Reds game. I couldn't even get my request out to the two old men. I was like, hey, our friend is singing the national. They're like, whatever. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> they didn't That's care. That's awesome. Yeah, when you were panning around the field, there was no one in the outfield. Oh, there was nobody there. Nobody That's there. That's a bummer. But it was, it was on TV. It was a big deal. It was a big, awesome deal. Yeah. Ran got to be down on the field. I didn't get invited down on the field. Now, am I one of Shub's closest friends? I think I am. Uh, do I feel like an invite onto the field would have been a cool thing? Perhaps I do. Did Ran show up wearing a white coat so he looked like the Reds team sous chef? Absolutely. But whatever. I'll, Jen and I will watch from the stands, and uh, Spencer DeMalke, yeah. Ran Barnaclo, and Lee Kimbrell can stand on the field like bigwigs. Whatever. It's cool. Everybody's yeah, happy. You, you do seem cool about, with it. I'm That's everybody's fine. cool. Yeah, I'm you so seem cool. Real chill. We got uh, Jenna. You know, I can't eat anything at the stadium, or my body will revolt. And right. Jenna can eat everything at the stadium, and she tried. Uh, <laughs> she was doing that thing like a little kid, where we walked in. She's like, "Ooh, pretzels! Oh my gosh, popcorn! Should I get nachos? They have ice cream from Graders." In, in that speed, in that order. And so I yeah. tried to tell her, I was like, we could get, because our plan was like, we're not going to watch a whole baseball game. We're not 150 years old. We're, we can't do it. 
we're not we're here to watch the event before the game and then we'll right sure then we'll hang for a bit and i was like but we do have time that we could space out our trip to the concession and i don't know if she didn't believe me I don't know if she didn't trust me, but she refused to do that. So she wanted nachos and she wanted uh, an ice cream from Graders. But I Makes don't sense. think she realized the nachos. They do the nachos in the helmet. Yeah, they do. It's a helmet with a piece of like paper in there and the nachos are all piled on top of it. So now we're walking down to where we're going to watch Shubes do the national anthem. The game is still a while from starting and everybody's watching... Okay. Jenna and I, and in one hand, she's got this huge pile of nachos. And in the other hand, she's got a grater's cup of ice cream. <laughs> and she's not sharing at all because I can't have any. And it for sure looks like one of us has an eating disorder. For sure. There's sure. no, yeah. it's, you can't turn on and be like, I'm sick and she doesn't get to go to games very often. There's no, <laughs> there's no explanation and uh, yeah, so we watched, and Shubes murdered. He absolutely. Yeah, I saw the clip. He crushed. It. I saw the clip. He he can wail, man. He can he can let it rip. And he got like he did the thing. He does the singer the like. It's coming out of his soul. You can see it on their face. He. Oh, I love it. He really let it rip, and then Jenna mashed a helmet full of nachos. Because here's the thing: when we went to leave, she didn't want to care. She's like, well, I don't want to carry a, the nachos and the ice cream out of the stadium. I was like, yeah, I know. What do you, I didn't like any of this plan. We should have done. Why, why was the food not gone? I don't understand. I, we weren't there very long. We didn't. Yeah, tough shit. I could eat a fucking helmet of nachos and a gallon of Grater's ice cream in one minute. And that's why you're the champ. Uh, and that's why maybe oh, next time I bring you. you if you would start bringing me to shit like Costa Rica, that's what I'm trying to say. Treat me the way I deserve to be treated. Has it been a hard week for me because Olivia came home from school and Kelsey's been at the cabin and so you've been really busy and I haven't felt like I've gotten the love I need? Perhaps it has been. But am I going to grow up and deal with that emotion appropriately? No. No, I'm not. I can't if if Isaac has a kid and now you have a grandson, I'm going to fucking lose it. Somebody needs to tell Isaac that it's cool to be married without kids for a couple years. I'm going to send him an anonymous letter and that just is a description of how rewarding of a time period in life being married without kids can be cuz I can't handle it. <laughs> Teen roof free throws. Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work. <laughs>